Hello, and welcome back to the Nutrition Ninjas podcast with your favorite registered dietitian, Rachel and Kristen. <laughs> we hope you all had a wonderful holiday season um, filled with good company and good food, of course. Mm. Um, it's been a little while since we've talked to you guys. Kristen, have you learned anything new in the past couple of weeks? Uh, yes. So break, even though, as we both had to come to terms with this year, does not mean two weeks off hanging out at your parents' house, eating all their food anymore, and it means you maybe get the weekend off, which you didn't even get the weekend off since you had to work, but... Yeah, this girl worked on Christmas. I'm officially an adult. (laughs) (laughs) But I did have a little extra time to like, read some fitness and nutrition magazines. So that's where I got uh, the fun fact I'm going to share with everyone today, which was this article all about differences in genetics and how, like, learning about your um, genes and um, how that relates to your metabolism and all that good stuff um, can make a lot of differences in like your metabolic changes with both how you work out, but also how you process food. Um, But the one part of it that I thought was super interesting, and I know a lot of our listeners out there are women, so this is a shout-out to all of you. Um, With, like, women's genes, it talked about how their response to exercise is a lot different than men's response to exercise. And women actually can train with a greater frequency, like, and don't need as much rest in between sets or, um, like, workouts because we, like, bounce back faster. Um, also, it talked about how, for, like, generally speaking, steady-state cardio and slower lifting tempos are more effective for women. And women produce fewer metabolic byproducts than men do. So uh, I thought that was super interesting because you would think that, like, guys need less time to recoup or something like that, but that's actually not true. Yeah. Shoot. Maybe go women. Girl power. Mm-hmm. It also said that um, women can handle more overall volume of workouts, and that's because of estrogen, and estrogen helps reduce protein breakdown. And so our, like, risk of overtraining is actually a lot lower than men's risk of overtraining. Ooh, that is so interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Go estrogen. Yeah. Sometimes you're not our friend, but <laughs> I guess you can help us out. Yep. Yep. You got to take the good with the bad. Man, yeah. It gives that us something. That is so cool. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Have you come up with any weird food things over the past couple of weeks? Uh, yes, and I've been dying to share it. Ugh. Yes. So I've seen lately a lot more dessert hummus. Um, mm. I saw, yeah, I saw a brand at the grocery store that was like a chocolate dessert hummus. So oh. it's still made with chickpeas, but then they add like, cocoa powder and, like, sugar to make it sweet. Um, hmm. 
And then I saw a recipe just the other day for snickerdoodle hummus. Ooh. Um, yeah, that sounds so good. Yeah. So Have I'm you tried really any of them? Try. Not yet. I'm dying to. I need to. I can't decide if I want to make it first or buy it first, which mm. one would be the safer bet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, so if any of you out there have tried it, you'll have to let us know. Yeah. I, I think that's a good idea to get a little bit of, I mean, get a little bit of protein in with your dessert dip and a little bit of fiber maybe from the chickpeas and healthy fats. So it's kind of cool. Exactly. Definitely yeah. would not have thought of hummus as a dessert food, but there you go. Right. Well, I hope it tastes good. Me too. Once I taste it, I will let everyone know how it is. Yeah, the report back. Mm-hmm. Maybe do a yeah. little review. Yeah. All right. So our topic for today, we're actually exciting for the new year. We're going to be starting a new series. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about a different food group every episode. And to start it off, we're going to be talking about grains today. Oh, yeah. Woo. Yep. So, Kristen and I both love our grains. Um, grains are a carbohydrate, and they provide energy in the form of glucose. And both the brain and the rest of the body uses this as a major source of fuel. Yes. I think it's the, it's the primary fuel that the brain uses, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we kind of touched on that last time when we talked about the keto diet and how you know, when you're when you don't have glucose for your brain to use, then your body breaks down fat to make ketone bodies and uses that as its fuel source. But the brain prefers glucose. Yes. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of misconceptions, which we touched on a lot of them in our diet debacles podcast that Rachel's mentioning. So if you want to know more about greens and um, kind of more of the myths about them, definitely go check out that podcast. Mm -hmm. However, um, one part of, like one myth that we didn't talk about in that podcast that I think is becoming kind of mainstream is inflammation. That's a pretty big buzzword right now. Um, And there's a myth out there that whole grains can cause this inflammation in the body. And, In a recent clinical trial from actually my alma mater, the University of Nebraska, um, it showed that eating a cup of whole grain barley or brown rice for as little as four weeks can actually increase the good bacteria in your gut. And these good bacteria are the ones that fight inflammation. So that myth has now been busted by the nutrition (laughs) ninjas. And the study you've done at the University of Nebraska. <laughs> um, and there was I guess actually, we can't take all the credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll give the researchers some of the credit. <laughs> um, but there was another study as well. So it's not just the one from Nebraska. Um, I'll also let you guys know about another study that was done in Iran. And overweight girls were divided into two groups. One was eating refined grains, and the other one was eating whole grains. And to no real surprise, um, there was a significant reduction in inflammation markers in those eating whole grains. Um, And it doesn't say 
that they like reduce the total amount of grains or anything like that, but just eating whole grains um, actually reduce those signs of inflammation. So whole grains do not cause inflammation, and the healthy whole grains that we'll talk more about in a little bit can actually help fight inflammation. Yeah, and that brings us to another good point, um, whole grains versus refined grains. And we hear those two terms a lot, but, you know, what exactly does that mean? What's the whole grain? Um, so a grain, um, there are three main parts of the grain. So the first layer is the outermost layer, and that's called the bran. And that's like the protective layer. It's got a lot of fiber. Um, it also has some B vitamins and antioxidants. And then the next layer in is called the endosperm. And that, so a grain is pretty much like a seed, like it's a living growing plant. So um, the endosperm is the food supply. Um, it's got mostly the like starches that can be used for energy. Um, it still has some like vitamins and minerals, um, but it contains most of like the starchy carbohydrates. Um, and that is the fuel for the germ, which is kind of like the, like the embryo of the grain. It's like the, the innermost part. And that, um. Like the little baby. Yeah, it's like a little baby. <laughs> um, little baby grain. Little baby grain. Um, and, yeah. And, and that part is jam-packed with nutrients. It's got a lot of B vitamins, um, a little bit of protein and minerals, and also a healthy fat. Um, so a whole grain has all of these components together. Nothing is taken out. So it's got the bran, the endosperm, and the germ. Um, refined grains, what they do is they take out the bran and the germ, and you're left with only the endosperm. And remember, the bran and the germ are where more of the nutrients are, um, and the endosperm is where more of the starches are. So they do this to, one, make the texture a little more, like, light and fluffy because you don't have all that fiber, um, and then also to expand the shelf life because since the germ ha does have a little bit of a healthy fat, um, it is more likely to, like, the fat could go rancid. Um, so sometimes they take that out to expand the shelf life of products. Um, so when you're taking those out and you're making the refined grain, you're missing out on a lot of those awesome nutrients that are in the bran and the germ. So that's mm -hmm. why we recommend trying to do more whole grains versus the refined grains. Yeah. And I think it's also important to say, too, that the fiber in um, the bran layer, the outermost layer, is really important for heart health because it can actually help improve your blood cholesterol levels, and then lower your risk of heart disease and stroke um, and type 2 diabetes. Yeah, absolutely. And not to mention, it keeps you, helps keep you regular. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. <laughs> Dietitians are not afraid to talk about bowel function. <laughs> or in other words, your poop. Yeah. Did you say that on the podcast? Well, I think so. Yeah. We just said poop. We'll say it again. There we Don't go. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Embrace it. Embrace it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it can be a real problem. You know, it's not comfortable when you are backed up. So 
Exactly. Eat your fiber. <laughs> yep. Eat those whole grains. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. But how much should we eat? That is a big question that is definitely going to be different for everyone. Um, what a child needs versus a grown man versus a Olympic athlete versus a sedentary adult are all going to differ in the amount of grains that they should have. But on average, um, between six to eight ounces um, would be about what um, a typical growing um, girl or boy or adult would need. But what does that look like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like how many times do we measure out an ounce of something? Yeah. Probably never. <laughs> never. <laughs> um, but an ounce is what I tell my kids in clinic a lot is to make a fist with your hand. Um, and that's about the serving size. Um, and their hands are smaller. So think of like a kid's fist if you have mm. very large hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you have large hands, then you can think of that about as two ounces. Um, if it's something like um, like cereal or oatmeal or um, rice, all of those are about a half a cup uh, cooked. So like your cooked cereal, oatmeal, um, and then like the rice and also pasta, um, mm-hmm. about a half a cup. If it's your like light, Cereals, like if you think about like Cheerios or Bran Flakes or something like that, it's like um, about a cup. Um, And then when you think about an ounce of something that um, is flat, like a tortilla or a piece of bread, um, just open up your hands and it's about the size of your hands. So one piece of bread um, or one small tortilla, which they say is six inches in diameter, if you ever want to measure. (laughs) Um, that would be about an ounce. Um, Popcorn is the outlier. Popcorn, we get three cups for an ounce. So that's exciting. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, But some things we can really underestimate how much an ounce might be. Um, For example, a bagel. We might think like, oh, one bagel is one serving or portion, so that must be an ounce. But how many ounces do you think are in a typical bagel that the American eats, Rachel? Oh, gosh. I'm going to guess at least three, maybe three to five. Yep. Right on the money. It's about four, four to five. Man. So that's almost your whole day's servings of grains right there in one breakfast bagel. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's why grains can get such a bad reputation, too, because everyone thinks, oh, grains make us fat. We have to be low-carb if we want to be at a healthy weight and all of that crazy talk. Um, When really, it's just being mindful of our portions and, like we talked about earlier, choosing those whole grain varieties so we can get all the great benefits that come with grains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's such a good point. Like, people think that 
grains themselves are what's bad, but really I think it's just it's easier to overeat grains. And if you overeat anything, it's going to lead to potentially lead to weight gain. So, yeah, just watching your portion sizes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I think, yeah. I'm speaking for Rachel as well, but I think that we would both agree that too much of anything is not good. Even too many vegetables is not yeah. a good thing. We always want to be mindful of eating a variety and eating appropriate amounts and eating until satisfied but not stuffed. Um, I think that's really more the secret to success with an overall um, healthy eating habit. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. That's is there an official any? Nutrition Ninja's statement. <laughs> Field. <laughs> yep. Is there any grain for you, Rachel, that you find really easy to overeat? Ooh. Um, I'm really big on crunchy foods. So mm. anything like cereal or crackers, anything that's crunchy, I can, like, I can chow down on some cereal. And, like, when you look at the serving size, most of the time the serving size for cereal is three-fourths of a cup. And I, that's always what I start out with. But then I have, like, another <laughs> – I start out with, like, half a cup, and then I have another half a cup, and then even maybe another half a cup. And then before you know it, I've had, like, three cups of cereal. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so probably – the cereals is the easiest for me to eat a lot of. <laughs> what about you, yes. Justin? Oh, well, definitely cereal. I love cereal, especially granola. Granola is really easy for me. That mm. one is so tricky because the serving size can be something nuts, like a fourth of a cup. Like a fourth of a cup. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. And people, yeah. yeah, people think that granola is just like, super healthy food. But sometimes, depending on, you know, what company makes it, it can have a lot of added oils and sugars, so you got to be careful with granola. Yeah, yes. Either way, it's usually pretty dense, but you're so right. Some of them are literally crumbled up cookies, I think. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure there is a granola out there that has Oreos in it. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. I can't remember yeah. what it is, but I have definitely seen that. Crazy. Crazy yeah. stuff. So, yeah, got to watch out on that granola. And bread. Bread is really easy for me to mm. overeat, too. Yeah. Especially because I love baking it. So I never feel bad eating a lot of it. I'm like, that's fine. Then I just get to bake more. So. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> when you bake it sword. fresh. <laughs> yeah. When you oh. bake it fresh and you, like, can smell it. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. One of the joys of life. Definitely. But. Yes. That's probably one of my favorite smells in the world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With any of those things, you just have to savor it and be very present when you're eating it and enjoy it. But, again, try and keep your amount to what your body really needs and not be gluttonous. <laughs> yeah. Not to be yeah. gluttonous and with the gluten. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't be a gluten glutton. <laughs> Bump them. Oh, You're man. so funny. I need to make t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Look for that uh, this coming year. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for 
Christmas gifts in 2018. <laughs> we got you covered. Yep. Wonderful. Are there any like um, weird grains that you know about? Um. Oh, there's this one. So I was doing a, a project for the internship last year, and we were talking about ancient grains because that became pretty like I feel like that was a pretty big trend. Um, oh, yeah. over the past year. Um, and we were researching and found one called Frika. Oh. And I just really like the name Frika. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I think it's similar to like a a barley or, um, you know, something along those lines. Like farro, yeah. barley. Um, like a rice. It is a whole grain. Yeah, yeah. It is a whole grain. Okay. Um, but it's made from, it's made from wheat. Um, so it's oh, a wheat variety. Okay. And I think it's used a lot in, like, African cuisine. Um, mm. So I like uh, Freak of Fresh. <laughs> if, I ever, if I ever open an, a restaurant and it's got, like, some ethnic inspiration, I'll call it Freak of Fresh. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah. What about you? Any strange or interesting grains? Yeah, I haven't tried it yet. I really want to. I need to find it in a store. Um, and I think it's just pronounced Tess, T-E-S-S. Oh. But it is weirdly high in calcium for being a grain. It has really? uh, 35% of your daily needs in a cup. Um, and it is gluten-free for all hey. you celiacs out there listening. <laughs> um but, yeah, I honestly cannot say what it tastes like. I know that it has, like, teeny, tiny, um, kind of look like seeds. Like, they look like a bunch of poppy seeds, kind of. Oh. Okay. That looks like, okay. really quick from what I've read. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And do you cook it, like, you just boil it? I think so. Okay. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'll have to definitely try that and report back. Yeah, so many different types of grains. I know. I think that I think that's another misconception too that grains only mean wheat, and yeah, it is like your choices are wheat bread and cereal and wheat tortillas, and that's about it. But corn is a whole grain technically, um, mm-hmm. and like oats and barley and rice and these weird ones that we've been talking about. So (laughs) I think getting in a good variety is also um, a really great way to take advantage of all the different delicious types of whole grains, but also their different nutritional profiles as well. Yeah, because they're each, you know, slightly different. One may be higher in protein or one may be higher in iron or you know, the B vitamins. Exactly. So it, it is, yeah. Variety is the spice of life. Amen. So <laughs> true. Yes. Are there any, any other, other points about oh. grains? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We are Great minds think alike. <laughs> yep. Per usual. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have, have any. Okay, good. I think we've got covered it. Yeah. So, Rachel, what things, before we close, what is 
Mm. One thing that has been making you smile lately. Well, um, of course, being around family and friends, especially during the holidays, um, was so nice. Um, it's just, I feel like the holidays kind of like put everyone in a good mood and it gives everyone a reason to get together and it's always a happy time. But mm-hmm. also, um, as of this week, the sales at the grocery store have totally been making me smile. Um, yes. <laughs> I, Kristen and I both love grocery shopping. Um, no shame at all. <laughs> so I get like real excited when there's stuff that I like that's on sale. Yep. And I know you can, I know you can relate. <laughs> oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. What was the What's best thing you found on sale this week? Oh, man. Um, ooh, probably um, bars. They had a lot of, like, the Kashi bars were on sale for, like, half ooh. price. Um, and usually I, like, I love them, but I don't get them that often because they're a little more expensive than the other brands. But, mm-hmm. I mean, when they're on sale, you can get them. And... I won't take this from one from you because I know that you were going to talk about this one too. <laughs> That's okay. So you can I'll say let it. you. We can agree. Okay. What's been making me smile is Halo Top. Yes. <laughs> yep. That was on sale at my grocery ahead. store as well. And yeah. it is just so delicious. And they have all these new flavors out. I got pancakes and waffles mm-hmm. today, which literally taste like I feel like I'm elf. On the movie <laughs> that thinks that maple yeah. syrup is one of the food groups <laughs> when I'm eating it. And I'm totally fine with one that the food because it's delicious. And I will Uh-oh. have maple Hello. syrup. Be you. Hello? Oh, okay. I can hear you now. I lost you for a little bit. Okay. Whew. Don't worry, guys. We're back. We're still okay. here. We're back. <laughs> and we uh, are still, yes. Obsessed over Halo Top. So that's what's been making me smile yeah. lately. Oh, good. No shame about it. Yeah, same. If you haven't seen our um, ice cream video that we did back in May, maybe? Somewhere so. kind of in the spring. Yeah, it's on our uh, Nutrition Ninjas Facebook page. But we talk a good bit about Halo Top and our other favorite ice cream brands. So definitely check that out. Yes. And go get yourself a sweet little treat. Well, I think that's all we have for you today. Thank you guys so much for coming back and starting off the new year with us. We are really excited for all the great things we're going to be bringing you in 2018. So stay tuned from all that the Nutrition Ninjas have in store for you. We can't wait to just journey through this year together and see what unfolds and continue to strive for health but not let it stress us out as We just use food and nourishment to help us be the best humans we can be and live this life to its fullest. So until next time, have a fabulous week.